This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, February 26th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Talley. Here's today's state lines. U.S. Department of Agriculture, water allocations down. Lions praises Newsom. MFP benefited most effective. And China acts on China deal. Trump actions offer slight benefits in new water allocations. The Bureau of Reclamation yesterday delivered a disappointing but not surprising initial allocation for water supplies from the Central Valley Project. Agriculture water contractors south of the Delta will receive just 15% of their contracted supplies, while those farther north will see half their contracted allocations. Reservoirs are still hovering above average from wet weather in late 2019 and as carryover from the previous winter. Yet average snow water content in the Sierras is just 41% of normal. The weather has been, quote, leaving little to no room to realize the provisions of the new biological opinion, said Kristen White, the Central Valley Operations Manager for the Bureau, at a conference call with reporters. Without the new water plan, the first allocations would likely have been delayed a couple of months, she explained. More specifically, the Westlands Water District estimated the amount for farmers would have been about 10% under the previous management plan, according to a statement. It wished the federal action had only come sooner. If the new biological opinions were in effect a year earlier, the project would have conserved at least 1 million more acre feet of water, enough to irrigate 300,000 acres. The Fryat Water Authority will receive just 7% of its contract amount. It expects growers in much of the San Joaquin Valley to rely heavily on groundwater supplies this year. This will lead to further subsidence in the Fryat District and to further crippling of its canal. This makes our effort to repair the facility even more urgent and underscores the need for resolving the valley's long-term water imbalance, according to a statement from the authority. The allocation amounts could improve if the state has more storm events in the coming months. In resigning, Lyons applauds Newsom's attention to the Valley. In his resignation letter, former Ag Liaison Bill Lyons said he is confident Governor Gavin Newsom's commitment to voluntary agreements will lead to successful results for Delta water flows that, according to a copy of the letter posted on Facebook by communications consultant close to Lyons. Lyons said he would continue to be a bridge between the administration and ag interest, but felt strongly it was time to reduce his public role and to be with his family. Lyons did not mention Trump's biological opinions or Newsom's subsequent lawsuit. Almond Alliance President Elaine Trevino said Lyons provided, quote, a good balance of private and public experience and extensive knowledge of agriculture and water policies. I hope that the governor's next agricultural liaison possesses these same skills, she said in a statement. In national news, USDA figures display where MFP payments have flowed. Fresh data obtained by AgriPulse pinpoints where those market facilitation program payments have gone under the 2019 version of the program. The top three counties for payments are in Texas, Arkansas, and California areas where there is heavy production of cotton, soybeans, and milk. But counties have benefited significantly across the Corn Belt and Northern Plains as well. USDA Chief Economist Rob Johansson told AgriPulse the department did its best to target the assistance to commodities that have been affected by China's retaliatory tariffs. 
By and large, the bulk of the payments have gone to states or counties or producers that were most affected by the trade war, he said. Keep in mind, both the Government Accountability Office and the USDA's Inspector General are looking into how USDA devised the program. Critics have charged that it benefited the South unfairly. The details on where the MFP payments have gone will be available today in this week's AgriPulse newsletter and at AgriPulse.com. China takes first steps to implement trade deal. The Trump administration says China is following through on its promises in the Phase 1 trade deal by making policy changes to improve U.S. ag access to the Chinese market. China has signed protocols to allow imports of fresh potatoes from the Pacific Northwest, lift restrictions on U.S. pet food, and update lists of U.S. dairy processors that are eligible to ship to China. The U.S. also is praising China's decision to begin on Monday to accept applications from importers for tariffs exemptions on U.S. soybeans, corn, wheat, pork, and other commodities. U.S. government and ag sector officials remain hopeful that China will be able to increase its ag imports by billions of dollars as promised in Phase 1. But the spread of the coronavirus in the country has stopped some port and factory operations, and that threatens to delay trade. We'll have more on the potential impact of the China trade deal in this week's newsletter, as well as looks at the USDA-FDA struggle over biotech policy and the potential winners and losers from changes in school meal regs. Here's today's She Said It. Right now, we're in a little bit of a dispute with our federal partners. That CDFA Secretary Karen Ross discussing water issues in an interview with AgriPulse's Ben Nelly at a policy conference for state agriculture departments near Washington, D.C. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, February 26th. Brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nowick.